Hey guys, my name is John Kim. I'm a licensed therapist and life coach, putting self-betterment into a shot glass. Because let's face it, who's got that much time these days? I come unpolished, unrehearsed, on purpose. If you're looking for more of a wine glass, you've come to the wrong place. So I recently went to see a therapist. Yes, therapists also see therapists. Actually, therapists are supposed to see therapists. Um, and we get lazy, or maybe I should say uh, I... And, uh, you know, and then suddenly it's been a few months, a few years, and you haven't seen a therapist in a while. And so for me, uh, I used to see a therapist uh, once a week. And then, of course, I got busy or I, you know, felt like I really didn't need to see one. And this is one of the common things or common mistakes that many people make with therapy is they think that – something has to be going wrong in your life to see a therapist, right? Like, and it's always like the last resort. (laughs) You go to your friends, you go to everyone else, and then you're like, fuck, maybe I should just go see a therapist. There's still definitely this stigma and shame about seeing a therapist. I get it, and um, we need to erase that. Um, Seeing a therapist is a fucking luxury. I mean, think about this. Going into a room with your coffee, sitting down, and the other person is going to make the entire 50 minutes about you, and they're not going to interrupt, and they're going to hold space, like, what about that isn't amazing, (laughs) like, why, who, who wouldn't want that, right, Uh, of course, this can be expensive, and so if you have insurance, the first thing I want to say, and remind you guys, is, If you have insurance, you have no excuse to not see a therapist. And it doesn't matter if your life is good. Um, Seeing a therapist is only going to make you understand yourself better. It's only going to – because here's the thing. We all need – it's not just about uh, talking about your feelings. I think that's the other thing. A lot of people think, oh, I don't need to talk about my feelings, blah, blah, blah. I have my partner. I have my friends. I don't need to see a therapist. It's not just about that. Sometimes – the actual dynamic of the relationship you have with your therapist, it, that that relationship itself is heating, uh, healing. Heating? What kind of therapist are you seeing? <laughs> um, because you might be getting something in that dynamic of the relationship that you have been thirsty for or that you haven't gotten maybe growing up or maybe, um, you know, ever. Or, or maybe you've gotten it, but then you have it in a long time and, and then it, it kind of... Uh, satisfies that that need, right? Let me think of an example. So if you have um, only been in toxic relationships, for example, and then you find a therapist, um, and that therapist creates a safe space where you have a relationship with that therapist, um, and assuming you are a, you know heterosexual and uh, let's say you're female, and your therapist is male, um, and you actually get to be in a space where that relationship is healthy, and there's, um, you know, the, the the act of listening and everything that you you haven't gotten in your intimate relationship, then that process itself can be very healing, right? It could also be very eye opening in to to know that oh, this is what it feels like to be heard or to be understood, and and um, then you start um, having a a list or an idea of what to look for in your your next relationship
also the experience of it, right? So it's not just logically knowing something, but experiencing, oh, this is what it feels like for someone to listen to me or, or for someone to validate me, all of that stuff. So I highly encourage you guys to uh, see a therapist if you can afford it or if you have insurance. And now also it, it's hard, it's di- it is difficult to find a good therapist because it's not just about the letters after their name. It's about the chemistry between you two and, and all of that. But don't use that as an excuse Um to not see a therapist, like you have to go for a few sessions to really, you know, feel it out. And, and, and not every session is going to be mind blowing. Um, some sessions can change your life. I swear you could have one session with the therapist and come out a, literally, I mean, not a different person, but on the path to being someone very different because of some amazing revelations or understandings about yourself or the way you think about your story, etc. Um, and this kind of happened to me recently. Uh, I went, I haven't seen a therapist in a long time. I went and, um, we started talking about, uh, me growing up in childhood, you know, and I know that you're thinking, of course, therapy, childhood, that that's not always the case. Um, this person, her orientation was psychodynamic. So yeah, we're going to, you know, go into the past a little bit. And it was amazing how, um, I don't want to get into it, but, um, I grew up with parents who were always at work um, because they came to America with with very little money and they had to feed their children and, and make a living. Um, so I didn't get a lot of nurturing from my parents. And also, you know, just being kind of old school Korean, I didn't get a lot of I love yous and that you're valuable and, and you know, all that stuff. So I got uh, my nurturing from friends. I got my nurturing from pop culture. I got my nurturing from everything I did outside. And I think that's why I was so active in, in, in breakdancing and skateboarding and, and following what was cool and trendy and, 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 and being very fortunate to, to always be you know in that kind of um, cool kids crowd where I got a lot of uh, support and nurturing camaraderie. Um, and it's interesting how that, when you grow up, how that plays out, right? And it's kind of been the pattern always. I mean, even to today, um, how much I get from my... Um, my fitness friends or how much I get from my um, uh, even my, my business partner or I have these other friends that we sit down and eat crepes and talk about love and you know all of this so um, they they give me the emotional milk that um, I've I've never gotten as a child right and then so when you have these kind of understandings about yourself then you uh, apply it to uh, romantic intimate relationships you know and and how do you get that and Anyway, it, it was a long session with lots of information, but then I we started talking about intimacy, and I was looking, and she she was asking me if I actually ever f- experienced um, true adult healthy intimacy, and of course my first initial response is of course you know I've been I've been married I've been in many relationships I've like I've, most of my life have, has been relationships you know. But then if you really, you know, and, and, and you can't do this by yourself, you need a therapist or a life coach or someone else to kind of take a mirror and a flashlight and ask you the right questions to, to kind of process. But as I started to really look deeper into my relationships and intimacy, um, I kind of had the huge revelation that I haven't, you know, Um I've been in codependent relationships. I've been in relationships that are very powerful and there was meshment and also there's young love. And, you know, with young love, when you're a teenager or in your 20s, it's almost impossible to have 
a healthy adult relationship because at that age we just don't have the tools right we're very reactive we lose ourselves um and i started to play back every relationship and they've either, either been kind of lopsided or at the at the moment they felt amazing and healthy of course right um and mature etc uh but now looking back i wonder if if i've been in any um healthy intimate adult relationship and i'm not blaming the other person as in who who I'm, who i was with i'm 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 looking at myself meaning i don't think i've allowed that you know i don't think that i've actually allowed um for myself to be loved and so that was the huge revelation it's like it's like the end of this movie, The Sixth Sense, where where there's that big twist, and then so you start playing back every scene before that, and you're like, oh my gosh, um, I had that moment where, you know, the big twist is that, especially being a therapist and coaching people on relationships, the big twist being that maybe John um, has not been in a truly intimate adult relationship or maybe i have not experienced love in that way and uh holy shit i just like sat there for two minutes in silence as i played back my relationships and i was like wow and you know but the truth is i think it's not just me i think many can relate to this right i mean there are a few people who um have been in healthy mature adult relationships where two people um, two whole complete people, um, you know, and that is not a uh, light switch. That is a process and we're always changing, but like two people on that path of growth coming together with boundaries and exploring um, deeper intimacy, vulnerability, not just, you know, chemistry, attraction and crazy sex, but actually deep connection, uh, allowing each other to love each other. That's that's actually rare because, you know, when we grow up, um, our story affects us and our wiring and, and the way that we love. And so there are guards and defenses and we internalize things and sometimes we don't allow other people to truly love us. So the question is, are you... In your relationship now, or if you're, you know, if you're dating, um, or maybe think about the last relationship you were in, do you or have you let someone truly love you, you know, on a deeper level, instead of just love you as in, you know, spend time together, yes, there's connection, and yes, there's sex, and all of that, you know, but... um just truly love you on a deeper level? Do you even allow that? Because you have to be able to allow that for that to even happen, right? So of course, it's finding someone who <laughs> chooses to love you. And then it's also um, making the choice to be loved. And so that is really, I just, that's kind of the topic this week for me in my life. And I just have, have been um, fascinated by what that would then look like. And I don't have the answers. I'm still on my journey. Um, it's exciting, though, because I mean, it, it's part for me, it's part sad and part exciting. It's sad because I look back and I'm like, holy shit, maybe I haven't really experienced healthy, true adult intimacy in that way, you know? So that that's kind of sad as a 44-year-old man. Um, but it's also exciting because now 
I want to be a student to all this, a student to love and to explore everything from touch to, you know, um, verbal um, stimulation to uh, sex to kissing to conversations to being vulnerable, like everything under the umbrella of intimacy um, and really be a student to and explore to it, throw away my definitions and my experiences, don't compare it and really allow myself to be loved. And so, of course, that's also terrifying, but it's also really exciting. Um, ask yourself if you are allowing that. And if you're not, what is stopping you? What is it inside you? What is, what is triggering you? What is it about yourself that is holding up a shield and not allowing that happen? Or are you allowing that to happen and you're craving and you're thirsty for it, but your partner um, doesn't have the tools or isn't... Uh, doesn't have the ability to give you that. And if that's the case, um, you need to have some honest conversations with yourself and your partner because you're never going to hit the high notes, um, you know, unless someone is willing to love you deeply in that way and that you are willing to accept that love deeply in that way. Guys, thanks for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed this dialogue or if you uh, want to share this with someone else, uh, these are really quick, you know, 10, 12 minute shots that I purposely do really fast. So you could listen to it on the way to work or if you've got a break or you're eating lunch or whatever. Um, and if you think someone needs to hear this, please share it. Uh, my whole goal in creating a dialogue, which I have been for the last decade, I, 2010 or 11, I started creating a dialogue. Um, ultimately is, 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 of course, to help other people and to spark revelations um, or, you know, let them be reminders for other people so they can live at a higher frequency. All right, guys, be well. Thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I hope the dialogue was helpful. Listen, guys, if you want to be a life coach, just go to my website, theangrytherapist.com, and click on Life Coaching Training, and you'll find our Catalyst Intensive. There's only two things you need to be a life coach, a story which everyone has and a passion to help others. 